moment of chairman's privilege, if you will. Today is the last day for one of our esteemed commissioners to be serving with us here on the commission. Ms. Andrea McClellan has been elected to our city council. We as a commission are enormously proud and happy to have one of our own representing us at the highest levels of city leadership. And we do want to acknowledge uh, her with this resolution of appreciation. And it reads as follows. Whereas Andre McClellan has faithfully, conscientiously, and effectively served City of Norfolk as a member of the City Planning Commission since January 14, 2014, and whereas her service to the City Planning Commission shall be concluded upon assuming her seat on the Norfolk City Council on July 1, 2016, and whereas the City Planning Commission desires to express its sincere appreciation for both the valuable services she has rendered and for the administration of her duties of commissioner with dignity and wisdom, and whereas the service of Andrea McClellan as a member of the City Planning Commission has been distinguished by a strong concern for the welfare of individual citizens, neighborhoods, and the natural environment of the city, and by a focus on orderly development consistent with sound planning and zoning principles, now therefore be it resolved that for her continuing efforts to strengthen the community, the citizens of Norfolk owe her a deep debt of gratitude, and be it further resolved that this resolution be included in the minutes of the City Planning Commission and that a copy be presented to her. So herewith, we acknowledge your contribution. Thank you. I've never been shy, so I guess uh, I won't make an exception here. Um, it's been such an honor to have this opportunity. I thank the City Council for appointing me to the position and for the Planning Department for providing such a great um, education for me and to my fellow commissioners. And um, I would encourage, as I continue to do, all of the citizens of Norfolk to get engaged in our government and your civic leagues to come down to the Planning Commission meeting, to write us, to email us, to learn about this process. It's an important process for the city going forward, and I will take this education uh, with me on the city council, and I won't be a stranger, and I hope you won't either. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Andrea, and we wish you all the best. We're going to miss you. Thank you, Nick. Uh, Again, invoking a moment of chairman's privilege, I do want this afternoon uh, to recognize a group of young men and women who are participating in the summer intern program of the Hampton Roads Association of Commercial Real Estate. These interns represent colleges and universities from across Virginia and from as far away as Michigan and Nebraska. The summer students interns are studying in the fields of finance, engineering, marketing, government, landscape architecture and real estate and are working as interns for local governments, engineering consultants, real estate brokerages, banks, retailers, and developers. They're here today to observe a vital component of the planning process in local community development, the City Planning Commission, and to gain a real-world appreciation for the importance of civic involvement in planning and managing growth and development in communities in which they will someday live and work. I'm going to ask those young folks if they're with us to please stand so that we can recognize you. We indeed thank you all for coming. Uh, one of the things that struck me is that you came to our great city. I'm sure there are other cities you could have chosen, uh, but the circumstances are we hope not only that this experience is good for you, but that when your education is over, you'll come back and live and work here as well. So good luck to you and thank you for sharing your time. With that, Lenny, unless there are some other important items that I have, which I don't, <laughs> we can move forward. All right. We're going to start with uh, the first item on the agenda today. It's a development certificate, uh, the 21st Street Pavilion Shops, to grant a development certificate for a 21st Street pedestrian commercial overlay. Matthew, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. We do have, well, we'll yes. let, let's get this done, and then we'll deal with continuances okay. and withdrawals. This is a little bit on its own here. 
Uh, right. Matt's already gotten out of his chair, and I don't oh, want to have to put him back there. <laughs> um, you up, Matt? It's a development waiver for a 21st Street pedestrian commercial overlay development certificate to permit a substantial renovation of an existing non-conforming sign at the 21st Street Pavilion Shops located at 222 West 21st Street. All right. This is an application for a development waiver, and the site is located in the Pavilion Shops uh, Shopping Center, which is located on uh, 21st Street, on the north side of 21st Street between Llewellyn and Omahundro Avenue. And the shopping center um, is it's a retail shopping center along the 21st Street pedestrian commercial corridor, and it is located in the overlay district, the PCO district, which has specific additional requirements for signage. Um, the request is to allow for the replacement of um, an existing monument style sign that's non-conforming in size. And the PCO requirements uh, normally will allow a monument sign that is uh, six feet tall and 32 square feet of sign surface area per face. The um, proposed signage is the same exact size as what's uh, currently there, the non-conforming sign that's currently there. And that would be to replace that existing sign um, not the base of the sign, the, the brick uh, pediment would, would remain, and the existing sign would remain 13 and a half feet tall and 58 square feet of sign surface area per face. Here's a picture um, of the existing sign on the left, and I think they actually have done a, a recent face change. I have another picture of that, but it's, it, it's the, that's the sign that's there, um, just there's a face change, and the proposal is to the right. Um, same size and here's actually uh, a picture out in the field um, which is the same sign just a face change as what you saw on the left and with that um, staff does recommend denial of the request since there is no reduction in nonconformity um, and we do have in your packets uh, a letter that you uh, received from the Ghent Business Association it's a letter of support from them uh, so any questions you might have I'll answer them Thank you, Matthew. Any questions or comments of Matthew, commissioners? Thanks, Matt. All right. I'm sorry, do you have a question? Yep. Uh, okay, here to speak in favor of this application is uh, Mr. Richard Levent. Thank you very much, Matt. It's okay, Norma Jean's uh, jury's going to share the podium with me this afternoon. Not a problem. If that's okay, thank you very much. So we'll take, I don't think we need that much time, but if we do, we'll share it, if that's okay. That's thank great. You. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm Richard Levent. 610 Pembroke Avenue, Norfolk, Virginia. Norm Dory, 710 West 21st Street. Uh, Norm is past president of the Kent Business Association. I'm former vice president on two different administrations through the years. I never desired to aspire to president because I didn't have the time you know, to devote, but I was an active vice president on several occasions. Uh, lifelong residents of Ghent, property owner along the 21st Street corridor. And I bring all this up because we would not bring something to the commission that we feel that is not part and cannot fit into what we have along that corridor. I was, we were both there. I was there as an author many years ago at the PCO. When Lenny was there, we had... Uh, a lot of city leaders and consultants there to help us with that. And uh, it's somewhat dated, but it's served well, pretty much so. Uh, I'm going to, if I may, just, if you wouldn't. Certainly. Pass Certainly. <clears throat> I came down this afternoon, Norman and I did, because I think maybe the commissioners did not get exactly uh, what we're really doing here. We're not replacing a sign. The grandfather clause, which we are leaning heavily on, is that it is the basically the same size, same sign, changing the face, but we're not changing, uh, replacing it, taking it down, and going to buy a new sign. I think that word replacement could confuse, would be confusing. We want to lean heavily today and ask you all, to lean heavily on the fact that it's grandfathered. The base of this sign is going to say up. The only thing that's going to change is something that we've gotten. You know, they say it's no such thing as an original idea. <laughs> Got this sign from 
Colonial Williamsburg, right outside the district, yeah. and saw it and thought it looked really good. And it just, the sign we have is very dated. It's like a 1980s sign. Only thing we want to do, not increasing the size, not at all, but we just want to put a lip on it. That's all we're asking, to put a lip on it, so that it'll look into the, you know, like 2016, 2000, going forward. And it's a great deal of expense, extra, but, you know, that's what we do. And this service is 11 businesses, and they're all probably under the signage requirements, but they all set off the road. This, we need the height that's there, existing. We're not looking to increase it, but the existing height, we need it. It's a hardship because we have the parking along 21st Street on the street, and then we have a big couple utility poles right there. And if you're coming from Grammy Street down 21st Street, if we didn't have this height, you would not see our sign whatsoever. So where we are standing, and we talked about it today, the very worst, I guess, we leave the sign like it is. It doesn't look good as what we want it to be. We care about Ghent. We love Ghent. Y'all, we're a part of it. And we want it to look really nice. And we want to take this extra step to do it. Not increasing the size. We're not replacing anything. Nothing's being replaced. We have permission. I mean, grandfather, we can change the interior, you know, the face of it. Different tenants come in, different tenants go out. All we're asking for, not any increase in the height, nothing else. All we want to do is a simple little lip on the side. If, if I could say something, Richard. Yeah, please. Uh, we wanted to give our tenants better visibility because since the 201-21 development across the street, it's, it's extremely busy in that corridor. And you can't really, um, you go in, you know, if that stoplight happens to catch you, you're okay. You can kind of see what's happening around there. But... If we had to conform to the standards of the PCO and have uh, that size sign, it, it would be non-existent. It would, it would be useless to do that um, for our tenants' sake. And a lot of them have asked, actually, we have a tenant coming in in the, in the fall that's asked um, you know, to have better visibility. Um, so that was part of the reason that inspired us to, to look into changing the sign. And the first go around, we weren't really happy with it. And so, you know, we've come back and thought we would soften the top a little bit with some you know, curvatures and, um, you know, make it look a little more historic. So, um, anyway, today we're asking you to, to, to allow us to do that. Thank you very much for your time. Are there any questions? Any, any questions? Um, with the exact address of, because I'm a little confused between the images that I'm seeing as to which property, uh, I, I think I know. I mean, it's I know two, this two, sign. Two, 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 two. Okay. Jimmy Johns is located in there. Right. That that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Although, the uh, I I images here, I'm not. Maybe I'm missing something. Does right. uh, I'm not seeing what it does. And what you say you want to do is there a clear picture of what you're thinking? Yes, ma'am. Where am I missing? Right side. Yeah, it's right the, the other one with the, the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so we clarify it, and, and Richard, not to disagree with you, because that's not something I like doing. <laughs> but that is a new sign. It is, it, that the existing sign comes down, and a new sign goes up. That that's our terminology. That's the way we speak, because it is a new sign. All right. If if you keep everything. In place, so well, just we, changing the face. We're of only it? changing the face. We're well, you're changing the top of it. The box, the, just, the application yeah. that you turned in, and the drawing says a new sign box will be installed. Right. Well, that's why I came down today because I thought maybe the commission, mm -hmm. and that was a mistake. And I thought because I couldn't understand if we're grandfathered, we're grandfathered. You know, we had the three corners, and all we're doing is adding top and. Um, well, in, in, in your mind, that's what you're doing, what you're actually doing from the sign guy. He's going to take your box down and put up a new box. No, we're not going to let him do that. Let so well, he has to do that to make what? the box. Oh, he might have to take back into the shop to put the, the curvature on there, is what you're saying? Correct. Right. So yeah, he may have to take it down for a couple of days. <laughs> but it's going to be the same box coming back, you know? Um, I have a question, Mr. Chairman. The um, and uh, the squared-off corners, I mean, it's is that not going to exist? They're going to be rounded like the previous 1980s era sign? I'm uh, sorry? No, it's squared. 
So it's a new sign box. The new sign will be yeah. the, the curve. Okay. Just have a curve to it on the top. And, you know, I bring your attention because I'm a little confused, too, as citizens. And the fact that in your package, you'll see a sign that's a block away. And I hate to do this because we love each other, all of us. But, you know, there's a sign there that's probably 20 feet high, you know, the pallet shops. And then you go down the street, and there's a couple others that are, you know, going up that are bigger. We're not increasing the size of this sign one bit. It's the same size. Mm -hmm. Same size, just a little better design, which we want to do for Ghent. I mean, after all, we are historic Ghent. And as former leadership on the um, GBA, which I believe is instrumental in writing the PCO, right? and you saw the PCO right. requirements there, I think the thing we're challenged with is how do, you, how do you square those two items? Are you willing to go back to the GBA and perhaps take a look at those PCO requirements and adjust the signage? Well, I don't know. The, yeah, go ahead. the board is very familiar with the, the PCO and the signage, and when we asked for this, um, you know, exception, they had no problem with that. But also, the GBA opposed signage on 21st Street when other businesses have gone in who've, who who looked to get this. I think that's part of my concern. I don't know is of one that got. Lenny, did anybody get denied signage? I don't know of anyone along the corridor. Sleepy's had asked for that, mm -hmm. and the GBA opposed. Sleepy's application for Well, we didn't oppose it. Uh, what happened with Sleepy's was that they came in, it was basically a monument flipped upside down, and that was really the reason we changed. They weren't part of the PCO. That's why we did the PCO. Can but, we get some I just want to make sure that we have clarification from, from staff so that we understand. You know, I, I think really from my standpoint, I want to know that, that the GBA, and you guys have, are instrumental in leading that, right. that area. If this is something you want, I think it needs to be across the board for all your business neighbors there, that if they if you want to have signs and you want to make changes to it, that it becomes the same for everybody. We're following the rules that you all have, have put in place, and to make an exception on one item from the GBA board just doesn't sit well with you I and other folks have asked. That's not what we're asking for, Doctor. What we're asking for is basically a grandfather status. Okay, so the sign's coming off so that they can put a little curvature there. We are not increasing the sign one bit. If they could do it right on job, we would be okay. If I could get Cardinal Sign to come out and do it on site, it wouldn't even be an issue, the way I understand it. The problem is, that, as Lenny just brought up, they'll have to take it down, mm -hmm. take it to the shop, and put the curvature in. But we're not increasing anything. We're not here to say, oh, we want a lot more signage. No, we're not having any more signage, not one bit. I wouldn't come down here, I know Norma wouldn't, to ask for that. We're not asking for something so unreasonable. We're just asking to lend itself back to the grandfather clause. It brings to mind, if I may, it's a little different, but for example, when I did 21 West Shopping Center where Total Wine was located, where it is, and it wouldn't have been built, truthfully. It would not have been built, and I gotta tell you, most of Ghent would not have been built without that center because it connected the dots. It was a used car lot. And we were, had a real dilemma, and I have to give Mr. Newcomb over here to my left a lot of credit because he realized that and told me, he said, the best way to do this is to take 50 feet off of those garages, leave the existing 50 feet or 60 feet of the garage, then you could get do it. If the tree didn't bend in that storm, we wouldn't, it would be the first one snapped. You know the old saying, the first tree and a storm that doesn't bend a little bit gets snapped. We bend a little bit, and by doing that, it set 21st Street up. The developers at the, uh, where, uh, where Five Guys is located, all that, they sat in their parking lot, I knew them personally, and they said, Richard, if you didn't do that, we wouldn't be putting in millions of dollars. It really, we had a problem in Ghent because nobody wanted to walk past the used car lot, and Lenny knows that, such mentally. We connected the dots from the aggressive Ghent by having that and having all those restaurants in there it was an important part. But we figured out a way to work within the PCO and still make it work. We're not asking for a lot here. We really aren't. I mean, you know, it's just a matter of the same size. If we were coming in here and asking for twice the size or even two feet higher, we're not Richard, asking for six inches higher. Richard, let me, I was speaking for myself. Okay. I think the new style, the new design is a vast improvement. Thank you. Okay. Um, what I would be comfortable with, again, the speaking for myself and not the commission, is 
some parity and as leaders and former leaders of the GBA going back and opening up a discussion about what the PCO signage requirement should be so that it's not just a one-off, but this is an opportunity for others to consider in the future as well. Listen, we'd be willing to do that. We're not asking for anything, but what we would probably do is say we would maybe do that for shop, shopping centers, not a single user. This is 11 people Understood. sharing a little uh, sign. Understood. I, I just... Right, and I understand that. Okay. But Thank you. again, I would not, nor would Norma have come down here today with an increase in size. We wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. It's the same size. It's a technicality because we have to take the sign down, maybe take it to the shop so that he can put the little bend in it. But it's, look at the final results, what it's going to mean. It's going to make a whole lot of difference in that right. whole corridor. Well, what we're going to end up with is just changing the face. And then we're going to end up with that ugly box sign. It's also going to be, there. it'll be internally lit. So, LED. It is. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and, and that's what we would have to stay, you know, keep so with. So you would end up with a better product if we're allowed to do this than if we're not, because we can't, we can't make the sun smaller and serve our tenants. It would be a hardship. So we're just really going to have to leave the ugly box sign. So by bringing the sign into conformance, uh, it's going to make it shorter yes. and less visible. Mm -hmm. and, totally. And the tenants suffer as a result of that. It's your contention. Exactly. Okay. And if you come down from uh, Grammy Street down, especially with the cars parked, the trees and the utility poles with the lights and all, that's we would be no visibility, none, zero on that side, and a little bit of going the other way, but totally almost zero going this way. We need it there. It's a hardship, and we don't want to lose that. Thank you very much. If there's any other questions, hold on, Richard. Any other questions? Comment. Thank no. you. Thank you very much. Right. Appreciate Thank you. it. Uh, commissioners, any questions? Comment. I have a couple staff. What what would it take to bring this sign into conformance? Is it into compliance? Into compliance. Yes. Uh, it would have to be lowered to no higher than six feet at the very top, um, and then the size would have to be reduced from fifty-eight square feet to thirty-two square feet. That would be complete compliance. Mm -hmm. That's compliance with the standards in written in the PCO. In the PCO, correct. And can you also just comment on these three images? These signs that are here, are these part of a different, are they a sign overlay or do they, are they in the PCO? I just want to make sure that we're comparing apples to apples. So the, the first one um, on here is in the palace shops. And the palace shops actually applied for a um, overlay district, a localized alternative sign overlay district, um, whenever they were uh, redoing their whole shops. And through that overlay district, you can apply for whatever size sign or whatever types of signs that you'd like. And then you propose that to the Planning Commission and City Council. And if it makes sense, they would approve it. And that's what's happened here. Um, let me see the other one. The yeah. Wells Fargo that, sign the, is that grandfather. overlay. Just because I think there was a question or a representation of the height of that sign, mm -hmm. that overlay permits a maximum height of 12 feet for the sign, In um, which and then the, for the palace shops. Oh, okay. And the support posts can be no taller than 16 feet, so that's that's not a 20 foot sign. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's yeah, it might be grandfathered. I don't know. So even this sign is lower than the sign of the application. Is that well? Correct? I, I, I don't know Height that. Wise. Yeah, I, I don't know that. Mm -hmm. um, okay. That would be speculative. And the Wells Fargo sign, Matthew? The Wells Fargo sign was uh, constructed prior to the PCO being adopted. Um, so that that's grandfathered as is. It's a non-conforming sign, but it's there. It's, and I don't know the height of it, but. Um, and then not too familiar with the Ghent veterinary. I don't know if that was a face change of an older sign. That's not in the PCO. Not in the PCO. And it's not in the PCO. Okay. So if it's not in the PCO, then the normal sign requirements throughout all commercial districts are 12 feet tall, um, 32 square feet, and then five feet set back from the property line. So that, yeah. Okay, any other questions of Matthew? Mr. Chairman, if yes, I may amplify something that Mr. Simon said, um, or actually he stopped short of saying, um, was that when we have a non-conforming situation, um, the, um, we, we, we don't try, we don't insist on trying to get from the non-conforming situation to fully conforming um, in a case like this. 
what we were trying to do was to get something that was more nearly conforming. Mm -hmm. So perhaps a, a slightly smaller size of the sign, perhaps taking and, and re reducing the height of the pedestal to some extent. You know, any of those sorts of things that would get it closer to conformance uh, would be considered to be, uh, po would be considered positively um, in, in this regard. Thank you, Matthew. Right. Thank you, George. Uh, Richard, uh, you've heard George's comments. Uh, yeah. Right, and uh, whether they got a special permit because they have a shopping center and they did it, you know, whatever. My point there is, it's there. It's a, probably a 20-foot sign. I don't want to do that because I love, and I'm not trying to do that. I don't point fingers back and forth, but the Wells Fargo, maybe it was before, whatever, but it's still there. This is not increasing anything. It's not going to be abnormal. It's not, you're not going to ride down the street and go, oh, my God, it's, a, it's a, a lighted sign moving across. It's not going to be so outrageous. It's the same size, same three corners of the sign. Just putting a lip on it. That's all we're asking. No increase of advertising, nothing. That's no extra. Just want to help with the look of it. We care. Believe me, it'd be a lot better to keep the 15, 10, whatever it is, $1,000 in that pocket if that was the case. We want it to look good. We love Ghent. We want it to look good. It's you a better product. It's going to be a better product than what's there. I mean, mm -hmm. truly. Mm -hmm. It's an 80s I, I'm thing. actually embarrassed of that sign that's at the I, shopping center. And I'm, I, yeah, and I am too. I really am. So it takes a lot to embarrass here, me. And that's why <laughs> 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 I Thank you, folks. Uh, any other question or comment, commissioners? Mr. Newcomb. Uh, the motion before you is to recommend that the development certificate be approved subject to the condition contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman. Well, I mean, I, you know, I have, I have great respect for all that you all do there and get. Absolutely. Um, I, I do. I really, and it's kind of a recurring theme over, over the years for me, I really want to see the PCO get get clearer on the, the rules of engagement there so they're kind of equal across the, the board. And we, we're we falling from a planning standpoint. This is not a political decision at all, uh, at least in my mind at all. We're looking at the plans, uh, and we're trying to follow what you all have asked us to follow. And and that's where I have uh, have the issue. I, I'm comfortable with some modification to the sign. I, I wish it wasn't by the books. It was not a change uh, or, you know, a major change or considered to be a new sign, um, you know, but I really want, I don't want, I'm uncomfortable with the fact that the GBA didn't support others in, in the area when they, when they came through. Um, I'm on, I'd really like to see things rewritten so that the playing field is equal across 21st Street. Um, so really, just from a planning standpoint, I really want to, I'm following, you know, staff, and I'm following what you all have, have written in your PCO for us yeah. to, to guide us, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to support it, I vote no. Mr. Hales. Um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tend to agree with uh, Dr. Newman in that if if shopping centers need a larger sign by footprint so they can be seen, then we should update the PCO to allow for shopping centers to have larger signs instead of allowing a, a, an exception here. Um, so I would rather see us go through the proper process, get everybody on equal footing, and and initiate a text amendment or whatever we need to do to go update the PCO to properly allows signage in these circumstances uh, and that, that may be this sign right here but let's just get everyone on an equal footing on it so on this application i vote no miss mcquillan last month we were here and we were considering an application in the pco um, with a drive-through and the pco states that uh, you're not supposed to like drive-throughs in the pco and we as a commission voted in favor of the drive-through so there are times that we will stray from that um, and I understand that the GBA is reconsidering the uh, drive-through uh, qualifications in the PCO. Um, and I would like for them to reconsider the signage as well. Um, with that said, I think there is an improvement here. And I am going to ask you as former leaders and leaders in the community to push through what my fellow commissioners are saying as a review of that. But I vote yes. Ms. Austin. Um, I'm, I appreciate uh, everything that has been done uh, that helps me to enjoy living in Ghent. I truly do. 
I, I have trouble with this because um, there's no way to, uh, to, to really gauge um, what is being put in. It's not to me this uh, just the same thing. It's, it's a new sign. And um, I, there are questions that I have about the real effectiveness. I mean, what are the facts about um, how one responds to the signage that is a six-foot monument with the amount of space uh, for, for advertising and a sign like this and the site? Um, I, I think it's bear study, and I think it bears, if we're going to do it, then, it, then there should be some, as, as uh, Mr. Hales has said, and as Dr. Newman has said, that there's some conformity here. Um, I'm, I'm uncomfortable enough uh, to say, to vote no uh, on this, uh, um, and that it bears uh, further work. Mr. Thomas? No. Mr. Fraley? No. We'll make our recommendation to council. Next item, Lenny. Mr. Chairman, we do have two items to take up quickly that are going to be one withdrawn and one continued. The application to be withdrawn is the continued from the continued agenda number three uh, by the City Planning Commission for a zoning tax amendment to Table 7A Industrial Districts Table of Land Uses within the City Zoning Ordinance to allow heavy equipment rental sales and service to be a permitted use within the I-2 light industrial district that's to be withdrawn from the regular agenda item number two city planning commission for a zoning text amendment to section 15-1.2 grandfathering of existing motor vehicle parking of the zoning ordinance to no longer permit proposed land uses from utilizing the grandfathered parking provision when proposing to increase the parking intensity at a site within the suburban and coastal character districts. That item is to be continued to the July hearing. The motion before you is to accept the withdrawal and to continue the item until July 28, uh, Thursday, 2.30 p.m. City Council Chambers, 11th floor, City Hall Building, Norfolk, Virginia. Dr. Newman? Aye. Uh, Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuellen? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Thank you, Lenny. We will now turn to the first item for consideration today from uh, the continued agenda. This is Norfolk Christian Schools for the following applications. <clears throat> A is an amendment to the future land use designation in the general plan, Plan Norfolk 2030, from single family traditional to industrial, institutional, sorry, institutional at 260 Filbert Street. And B, a change of zoning from IN1 institutional, conditional IN1, and R8 single family to conditional IN1 at 255 Thole Street and 260 Filbert Street. Good. Thank you, Mr. Chair. The application in front of you is from Norfolk Christian Schools, and it is uh, 255 Thole Street and 260 Filbert Street are the properties in question. And there are two requests here. Um, the first is to amend the general plan, uh, the future land use map, to uh, from uh, single family traditional to institutional, to allow the school to expand um, and build an addition to the south along Filbert Street. Um, that's the one at 260 Filbert. And also in a rezoning of the entire school property, as well as that 260 Filbert Street address from R8 and conditional IN1 to conditional IN1. So basically conditional IN1 uh, for the whole property. The, the school property is bounded by Midfield Street to the uh, west, Filbert to the south, and Full Street to the north. And uh, there's residential on all sides, north, uh, south, and west. And so this request more specifically is to modify the original site plan and the rezoning approved in 2011 to allow for a reconfiguration of the proposed facilities, including a bus parking area along Thole Street, and that's the northeast corner of the site, a new parking lot at the corner of Filbert Street and Midfield Street, a new sidewalk along Midfield Street, and an athletic field with a scoreboard and flagpole to be located at the corner of Thole Street and Midfield Street. 
So in, in 2011 was when there was a rezoning uh, to allow for the athletic fields or multi-purpose fields. And that site plan was uh, was approved back then. So now they, they're coming before you again in order to make those modifications I mentioned um, and including the area that wasn't previously covered by the rezoning in 2011. Um, as also as part of this, there's a vacant single family home at 260 Filbert Street, so that would be demolished in order to accommodate the ac academic building expansion. And I have a site plan. This, this is the previously approved site plan in 2011, showing the multipurpose fields uh, to the west of the site there along Midfield and Thole. Um, and this was, so this is what was approved in 2011. So this is the uh, proposed site plan. It was updated from our last public hearing in April. Um, it was continued to, uh, to this month in order to make a few changes here. Uh, most notably here, as I mentioned, the bus parking area is no longer at the corner of Midfield and Filbert Street. It's now along Thole Street to the north. Um, the new plan for that uh, site to the southwest is just the standard parking area, no buses. Uh, there's also some additional landscaping along Filbert Street Midfield Street and Thole Street to screen the parking lot and the new proposed athletic field, as well as buffer the new proposed parking lot from the, there's some residentially zoned properties along Filbert that are still there, not part of this rezoning. And there was a fuel tank on the site last uh, public hearing two months ago uh, to help for the fueling of the buses. That is no longer on site at all. It's been completely removed. Um, and the three building additions to the south along Midfield Street are remaining unchanged. Those are shown as exactly as they were two months ago. So that those are the changes. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and just read out the proffered conditions. This is uh, changed a little bit from the last time we were here. Um, and so these are the pro uh, voluntarily proffered conditions from the applicant. The site shall be designed generally in accordance with the conceptual site plan prepared by MSA PC, dated May 19th, 2016, revised June 7th, 2016, entitled Exhibit for Rezoning, attached here to marked as Exhibit A, subject to any required revisions uh, required by the city to be made during site plan review and building pl permit plan review processes. The existing bus fuel tank at 255 Thole Street shall be removed and no bus fueling tanks shall be located on site in the future. The proposed parking lot to be located at the corner of Filbert Street and Midfield Street, as shown on the site plan, shall not be used for overnight bus parking. It may be lit with dark sky, low profile security lighting. On-site lighting shall be directed and shielded so as not to cast any glare onto any adjacent residential properties. The proposed athletic, academic, and fine arts buildings shall maintain a 25-foot setback from the property line on Filbert Street. The landscape buffers shown on the attached Exhibit A, the site plan, shall consist of plants determined by the Department of Recreation, Parks, and Open Space to be sufficient to provide a sound and site barrier along the fence line. And finally, the structure located at 260 Filbert Street shall be demolished. A demolition permit shall be applied for once the fully satisfied deed of ownership has been recorded. So those are the updated proffers for this application. And um, so because of all these uh, improvements, um, the uh, staff recommendation is approval of this rezoning request and the general plan amendment from single family traditional to institutional to accommodate the expansion. Uh, and I will note that we did receive a letter or an email of no objection from the Cromwell Farm Ellsworth Civic League. Thank you, Chris. Any uh, questions, uh, Mr. Whitney, commissioners? Comment? Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Uh, here to speak in favor of this application, Mr. Tim Daffron. Good afternoon, Commissioners. I'm Tim Daffron, uh, representing Norfolk Christian Holding Corporation at 255 Thole Street, Norfolk 23505. I live at 619 25th Street, Virginia Beach 23451. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet. I appreciate the input of both Commission and the neighbors. Uh, after our last meeting, we were able to meet with the neighbors, address their primary concerns, which were uh, the buses being moved into the parking lot at uh, Midfield Street. 
their recommendations, went back to MSA, uh, had a lot of dialogue back and forth with uh, our stakeholders to make sure that we had addressed concerns and feel like we've done a pretty good job with that. The buses are going to be relocated into our main parking lot. The parking lot that we've uh, kept on plan will basically now alleviate one of the other neighbor concerns, which was cars being parked in the neighborhood during events. So we'll have additional parking capacity. Fuel tank is, uh, noted, has been removed. It was uh, a typo for lack of a better term last time, but that has been removed and off plan and off site. Uh, let's see, additional, we had uh, addressed the concerns of the neighbors had added additional landscaping beyond what city requirements were. Uh, just to make sure that we're trying to screen as much as we possibly can. Uh, we also reduced the size of the parking lot and pulled the edge of paving back further away from residences than it had been previously proposed. And of course, agreed to the demolition of 260 Fulbright Street, where uh, I believe I addressed y'all last time, there was a, a, a bank, or excuse me, an owner financing piece of the puzzle that was at the request of the previous owner that we uh, Honored, so we in turn have since paid that off and just waiting on the recordation of the deed. And once that's in hand, then we can go on and apply for a demolition and get that taken care of. So if there's any questions, I'll stand by. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Uh, also here in favor of this application, uh, Mr. Nathan Lay. I'll stand down only for questions regarding the site plan. Thank you, sir. Uh, here against this application, Mr. J.T. Holmes. I defer this moment to our citizens of the district. Ms. Ada Blair. Good afternoon. Ada, how are you? Just fine. Uh, my name is Ada Blair. I reside at 119 Filbert Street. I am the Civic League president for the Bolingbrook Civic League. In 2011, we stood here uh, going over some of the same things that we are going over now. We reluctantly approved the uh, use of the field at uh, Midfield and, and Filbert for the simple reason that they stated that it would never be used as an athletic field, that it would only be used as a practice field. They promised us no lights, no scoreboards, or anything. Uh, I see here where they're saying that Cromwell Farm and Elworth Civic Leagues agree with them. Well, naturally, that's about three or four miles from them. The lights are not going to be in their way, nor will the scoreboard, nor will the loudspeaker. What it will affect those of us that live on Filbert Street, even in the 100 block where I live. Um, we never I've never received a letter about the meeting in, in March. I was told that they said I had moved, and I hadn't moved. I'm still at the same place. Um, and I'm looking over these plans, and last month they came to you. They had the, oil, the gas tanks, the oil filters, and the parking. And we had a heated discussion with them about those articles when we met with them on the 16th of May. And we brought it to their attention that it was a city ordinance that no buses, trucks, or anything could be parked in a neighborhood overnight. So they agreed to, uh, to remove those. But the things is still stand. It's like uh, David fighting Goliath all over again. Every few years, we're back up here. We agree with certain things, and then we come back, and they just throw it in our face again and do exactly what they want to do, like they're trying to do with the property at one at the corner of Philbert and Midfield right now. Um, Sure, it was rezoned. It, it was. It's going to be rezoned. We have nothing. Nothing against them rezoning uh, to 60 Filbert Street because that's down at the end of the street. But Midfield at at the corner of Midfield and, and Filbert is a very high demand section, and it's not going to help us to have uh, parking lots or loudspeakers or anything like that because we are going through traffic jams when the fire department has a graduation and uh, Norfolk Christian School is having an activity, we're finding it difficult to get in and out of our community. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Blair. Uh, Mr. Leahy and Mr. Daphne, you have five minutes for rebuttal. Unless commissioners have further questions, I will stand by. Fine. Uh, Mr. Holmes, Ms. Blair, you have five minutes for rebuttal. Good afternoon, commissioners. My name is J.T. Holmes. I have property at 214 Fiverr Street, adjacent to um, 
one of the proposed changes. My mailing address is 400 Ivy Crescent, Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, I'll be brief. I was at the meeting that was held on May the 16th with uh, Norfolk Christian where we had uh, expressed concerns concerning the plan that they had put forth. Uh, it was indicated that they had addressed all of our concerns. Our concerns were not addressed in this new proposal. Our concerns were, if you are moving the buses now, what is the need of the parking lot? What is the need for the low-level lighting when supposedly the parking lot is only to be used for uh, supposedly school, school students to be parking there? We were also told at the 16th meeting of May that once they went back with our objections, that they would get back with us prior to making a submittal to discuss what change, if any, they were going to propose. They never got back with us at the community uh, to discuss any changes. The only changes that we were made privy to was on June the 7th when we received a email from the planning commissioner saying if you have any comments or concerns uh, concerning the new application, uh, there were a number of concerns sent in to the planning commission. We don't know if the planning commission even took our complaint our concerns under consideration or not. They indicated that there were concerns, but the planning staff did not spell out any of the concerns and the comments that were presented to rebut some of the things that uh, are now being put forth as major changes to the last proposal. They're not major uh, changes. They're no more than window dressing and if you don't need the parking lot for buses any longer, why put the parking lot in the, the center of a community which is an eyesore? No one in their right mind would want a parking lot in the middle of their community. Norfolk Christian even tried to tell us that a parking lot was more pleasing to the community than open green land. That was insulting. Thank you very much for allowing me to comment. Mr. Holmes, in case we have any questions, comment, commissioners, anyone? Thank you, sir. Uh, you forego your uh, chance to rebut. Did you want to make a comment now? Uh, I'll just address two okay. concerns. Uh, Staff is aware. Um, numerous uh, occasions where we did reach out to multiple neighbors to offer to meet again and actually presented our plan to them prior to staff getting that so Chris can confirm all of that um, and in terms of the parking lot the change in use honestly was addressing the concern about events when the fire department and Alpha Christian when the perfect storm of everybody's got something going on so taking cars off the street we believe address that concern and it, it helps the city it helps the neighborhood and we want to be good neighbors so, so. thank you sir yes sir. i have a question um in terms of 2011 versus 2016 and athletic fields being uh, approved previously mm -hmm. um but at that time when the athletic fields were being approved there was no lighting or scoreboard a part of that in 2011 there was basically two fields and chris can show you the drawing but yeah. um, basically there was a field we didn't own the street that's primary to the discussion. So the practice field that was across the street, closer to the neighborhood, mm -hmm. we stipulated that because it, it made sense. It was the right thing to do in terms of you know what we were doing at that point in time. Since then, we were able to purchase the street the right away from the city, which of course uh, enabled us to change our plan. So for the bigger field though, that's not adjacent to the neighborhood. Was yeah, it that, that was not stipulated because that was always intended to be a field for us to be able to have, you know, we have obviously numerous teams, numerous sports. So the scoreboard that we're talking about now is, is on the bigger the field. the full street side, yes, ma'am. Yeah, we're not in the, the low level, uh, like dark glow lighting. That's just security lighting for the parking lot. So, you know, my wife and kids or y'all were at an event in the evening at school that there would be just parking lot lighting is what's stipulated there. Thank you. Hmm. Any other question or comment, commissioners? Mr. Newcomb. The uh, motion is to recommend uh, that the general plan amendment 
and the conditional change of zoning be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? I certainly see some significant improvements from where we started in both the plans and the attempts with the neighbors, uh, and uh, I'll vote aye. Mr. Hales? Um, aye. Ms. McQuillan? I see a lot of improvements. I wish everybody were on the same page on this one. Um, and I, um, I think you all have, have done a, a, some of my fellow commissioners had a lot to say the last time, <laughs> Mr. Hales. And um, I think you've made a lot of the improvements. I, I hope that uh, the lighting that is proposed is lighting that is not going to be detrimental to the neighbors. Um, I, I, uh, I think this is actually a, a very good compromise and I vote aye. Ms. Austin? Um, I, uh, uh, I'm concerned uh, with the rebuttal and the response that the issues that need to be ironed out about this uh, have not been all the way resolved. Um, I do see significant uh, improvement in what has happened here, um, but I'm going to vote no. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Uh, I, I, I'm puzzled with this because Norfolk Christian and a, one of our established neighborhoods for years have not been able to uh, get defeated at the same trough, and, and that puzzles me. Um, I think we are two outstanding uh, institutions in the Civil League and Christian. We have other schools, private schools around the city that seem to do a tremendous job of getting along with the communities. And we seem to have to revisit this periodically going forward. Uh, what seems to be straightforward in terms of its depiction certainly does not pan out in terms of how the institution deals with the neighborhood. Uh, I, I don't know that I'm totally comfortable with what has transpired at this point. I still sense a strong air of discontent. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote no. Um, and uh, we'll uh, make that recommendation to City Council. All right. We are now going to move to continued item number two. This is City Planning Commission for a zoning text amendment to section 2-3 definitions, table 4-A residential districts, table of land uses within the city zoning ordinance to amend definitions and regulations pertaining to, to the term family and group home to maintain consistency with the requirement that state licensed group homes be treated the same as a single family. Thank you, Lenny, and Chair will note that there is no opposition to this application. The uh, motion before you is to recommend that the text amendment be approved. Dr. Newman? Aye. Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. McQuillan? Yes. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? I will make that recommendation to council before we get into the next one for the record. We're going to have to lose Ms. McClellan, who has a prior engagement. Apologies, I have to uh, catch a plane for my niece's wedding in Florida. Sorry. Um, I won't be a stranger. Farewell. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, the next item before us, uh, regular agenda, is uh, City Planning Commission for a general plan amendment to plan Norfolk 2030 to add new action items to the Ward's Corner area plan. Uh, once again, uh, Chair acknowledges that there is no opposition to this particular application. All right, the motion before you is to recommend that the general plan amendment be approved. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Now we're going to move to item number three, regular agenda, also City Planning Commission for a zoning text amendment to section 24-6, standards for conditional zoning map amendments of the zoning ordinance to modify language applicable to conditional zoning map amendments for residential development as a result of changes to the state law. Thanks, Lenny. Uh, once again, no opposition to this particular application. All right. The motion before you is to recommend that the zoning text amendment be approved. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. 
Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Item number four from the regular agenda is Norfolk Premium Outlets. For the following applications, a zoning text amendment to repeal section 11-54 Norfolk Premium Outlets localized alternative sign overlay district. And number B is a special exception to permit alternative signage at 6282 Northampton Boulevard. Um, basically, uh, for those in the audience, the applicant is asking for two additional signs to an existing approval process, which we are in the process of changing. So we're going to withdraw their original district and substitute it with a special exception, allowing the same signs in addition to the two that are proposed. Thank you, Lenny. Um, Chair acknowledges there is no opposition, but here to answer the question is a representative of the applicant, Randy Royal. Can I see you, Randy? There you are. Uh, do we have any questions at this point, commissioners? No opposition, Lenny. Call for the call. All right. The uh, motion is to recommend that the zoning text amendment repealing 11-54 and the special exception to create alternative signage at 6282 Northampton Boulevard be approved subject conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council and we're looking forward to it, Randy. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Item number five um, is, oh, let me get my agenda. Item number five is for the following applications at 925 West 21st Street. A is a change of zoning from I-1 Limited Industrial District to C2 Corridor Commercial District and Pedestrian Commercial Overlay District, 21st Street, PCO 21. B is a special exception, and the applicant is uh, Ms. Quinza. Uh, thank you, Lenny. Um, here are no opposition to this application either, commissioners, but do want to acknowledge uh, Robin Thomas to answer the question, and Mike Zingfus. Did I pronounce that correctly? You sure did. All right, I'll get an A for the day. Thank you. No opposition. Thank you. Lenny? All right, the uh, motion is to recommend that the change of zoning uh, and the special exception be approved subject conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation, Council. Good luck. Item number six is a request by Klaus Elyman for the following application at 2202 Llewellyn Avenue. A is a change of zoning from I-1 Limited Industrial District to C-2 Corridor Commercial District and the PCO Pedestrian Commercial Overlay District for 21st Street. B is a special exception for mixed uses on the same property. Thank you, Lenny. Chair acknowledges no opposition. We do want to... Note that Ms. Robin Thomas is here to answer any questions. Thank you. Any questions, Commissioners? Lenny? The uh, motion before you is to recommend that the uh, change of zoning and the special exception be approved subject conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that, Robin. All right. Item number seven is DSF development. This is a request for a change of zoning from R6 single family district to conditional R8 single family district at 421 Brockwell Avenue. Thanks, Lenny. Here to speak in favor of this application is the applicant, Mr. Feynman. I will acknowledge to you, Mr. Feynman, there is no opposition to your application, but you're certainly welcome to approach the podium if you like. Um, if you prefer that I do, or I can stand It's your preference at this point, sir. I'm handing it to you. I'll be very brief. <laughs> Good afternoon. It's nice to see you all again. Bobby Feynman, uh, 4873 South Oliver Drive, Virginia Beach. Um, we're asking to rezone a lot that's uh, approximately 100 feet by 100 feet, in, that's R6, into two R8 residential lots each uh, for the purpose of building a single-family house on each one. Um, we have, as you probably are aware, there have been numerous 
rezonings of an identical nature to this. Uh, we have uh, met with the Civic League and received their support. We've also have a long-term relationship with the neighborhood and the Civic League on a very similar uh, rezoning for nine lots uh, previously. I'm standing by for questions. Thank you, Mr. Feynman. Any questions, Commissioners? Thank you, sir. Chair also wants to acknowledge uh, in favor of this application, Mr. Howard Smith. Thank you, sir. You have anything you'd like to add at this point? Uh, no, sir. Thank you, sir. Mr. Newcomb. All right, the uh, motion before you uh, is to recommend that the uh, change of zoning to conditional R8 be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? All right. Aye. Good luck with that, Mr. Feynman. Thank you. Next item before you is TCS. This is me. Um, I'm here for number eight as well. <laughs> but but you actually can sit down because I guarantee you there's no opposition and they don't need to hear. I will sit. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, TCS um, leasing and building for a change of zoning from C2 corridor commercial district to conditional R7, one family district at 3649 Souls Point Road. The purpose of this is to allow the construction of one single family home. And there is a letter in your file uh, endorsing it from the nearby Civic League. We, do, we will call your name for the record, at least, Mr. Feynman. There is no opposition. The uh, motion before you is to recommend that the change of zoning and conditional R7 be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with All right. that. All right. We have before us item number, what is this number? Number nine. nine. Hertz Corporation for a special exception to operate an automobile and truck rental facility at 700 Monticello Avenue. Thank you, Lenny. Um, Mr. Jim Williams here representing the applicant for questions only, or am I understanding, sir, you want to ask us some questions? There is no opposition to your application. If you want to share anything with us, now's the time. Thank you, sir. Lenny? Good decision. <laughs> <laughs> the, the motion is to recommend that the special section be approved subject to the conditions contained in, this, in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Good luck with that. Item number 10 is Aristocrat Towing Incorporated for a special exception to operate an automobile storage yard at 1132 through 1138 Harmony Road. Thanks, Liz. Uh, Lenny, Mr. Ernie Cooper is here. He's the applicant to answer questions. Do you have any questions at this point? Hearing none, there is no opposition, Lenny. The uh, motion is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. And Mr. Fraley? Uh, we would just ask that you keep that as neat and as orderly as you possibly can. I recognize you challenge their space-wise, but anything you do to keep that uh, from imposing on neighbors and end it right away and otherwise become the eyesore, we certainly would encourage you to do so. I vote aye. All right, item number 11, ORAPACS in for the following special exception. A is an eating and drinking establishment at 1300 Redgate Avenue. And B are, is for mixed uses uh, at 911 ORAPAC Street. Thanks, Lenny. Uh, there is no opposition to this application at all. The uh, motion before you is to recommend that the special exceptions be approved subject to conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Moving. Wing stop number 12 for a special exception operating eating and drinking establishment at 7750 Tidewater Drive, Building 3, Unit 305. Thanks, Lenny. Uh, there is no opposition. Any comment, commissioners? Question? Lenny? The uh, motion before you is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. 
Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. All right. Number 13 is Shiptown Seafood Company for a special exception to operate eating and drinking establishment at 4314 Collie Avenue. Uh, the chair acknowledges uh, here for questions only is the applicant, Ms. Jennifer Stringer. Thank you, Ms. Stringer. No opposition, Lenny. The motion before you is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that. We make that recommendation to council. All right. Yaya Asian Gourmet House for a special exception is item number 14. This is to operate eating and drinking establishment at 109 College Place, Suite A. Thanks, Lenny. Uh, Chair will acknowledge Mr. Rick Hand is here to answer any questions for the applicant. Welcome, Rick. Lenny. <laughs> the motions are recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. Good luck with that, Rick. All right. Application number 15, corks and caps for a special exception for the sale of alcoholic beverages for off-premise consumption, located at 240 East Main Street. No opposition. The uh, motion before you is to recommend that the special exception be approved subject to the conditions contained in the staff report. Dr. Newman? Aye. Mr. Hales? Aye. Ms. Austin? Yes. Mr. Thomas? Yes. Mr. Fraley? Aye. We'll make that recommendation to council. Good luck. Uh, thanks, Lenny. Um, Mr. Malita, do you have anything for us, sir? No, sir. Mr. Homework? No, sir. Uh, commissioners, any comment? 